You are now listening to the Make Your Own Biscuits podcast, hosted by Matt Reeves, where we inspire creatives, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to become doers and pursuers of their life's true purpose. What's up? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? If this is your first time checking out this show, my name is Matt Reeves, and this is the Make Your Own Biscuits podcast, and I am a serial entrepreneur who has been trying my hand at multiple different things that I got into, sometimes quite by accident, other times because it was a necessity in order to keep business moving forward, and so I decided to take this opportunity to share my journey with those that may need some help along the way and encourage you guys to take control of your own destiny to make your own biscuits because it's just better when you make your own biscuits. I mean, you know all of the ingredients that are used. You know that it is good for you. You know that this is healthy. You know that there is nothing in this that will harm you. So I encourage you guys to make your own biscuits. Now, this is my... Uh, first episode in quite some time, the first one of the new year, and we're already at the end of February. I've been away for some time, uh, and I'm going to get into that a little later, but initially on the surface, uh, I've been away because life was happening. I mean, the pandemic happened, and uh, was, which was probably the best time to go and create and step out and make some things happen. And uh, I, I should have been way more focused on creating content, and I wasn't. But like I said, that's kind of what today's message is about. And so we're going to get into that. Uh, in addition to that, um, you know, I kind of went really hard with uh, basketball training, man. I was just, just grinding it out. And, you know, I was able to make a substantial amount of money during that time and start to invest and do some other things. And so that was great. And still should have been talking to you guys throughout that time. And I wasn't. And I thought it was because of the pandemic initially. And I assumed that it it was because I was working so hard. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't think that anymore. I don't think so. I think I was maybe fibbing to myself a little bit. Okay, and um, yeah, I was lying to myself about why I wasn't creating and 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 so I needed to to tackle that. Uh, In addition, however, it wasn't all bad because in addition to uh, me not creating content and putting out episodes for you guys to check, um, I literally was working on establishing a company with my partner, Jermaine, which is Infinite Ethos and. So we were working on that as far as like the music and the media component um, and developing the concept for the Everyday Get It podcast, which is a podcast that he and I will be doing together where we break down uh, different independent artists as well as brands and businesses that we feel are shaking things up uh, in the world of business. And um, so, yeah, I can't wait to uh, give you guys that content. And then we had the opportunity to actually explore uh, creating some other podcasts that serve different purposes because I was trying to figure out what can I include and make your own biscuits? Did I want to, you know, bring someone else on and kind of figure out 
where to go from there, which I still may do. I still may bring on a co-host and get some other things going, but I was just trying to figure out what type of content I could literally bring into this podcast that would fit and and not confuse the listener too much. So, um, you know, we came up with the Everyday Get It podcast, uh, serving the, the, the real like grind of business. And then uh, we have Determined, which is somewhat of a basketball type podcast for people who are in basketball culture who are training coaching or players uh so we have that and you know we also have something that is very very new that i'm working on with a dear friend of mine uh it's called gender smoke and it's like a relationship podcast and i can't wait to uh start putting that stuff out we're gonna finalize a lot of things this week um so that's gonna be interesting in addition to that also had the umbrella branding company launch which is a cut and sew company where we make customized cut and sew pieces for different brands um artists uh companies whatever it may be we pretty much handle the production of your clothing from the first piece of thread to the last label that goes on it and uh and that's umbrella branding so if you get a chance guys go ahead and and just check us out on instagram follow us and uh let us know if we can help you get that brand off the ground um so yeah that's pretty much what i've been doing while i was running away from creating this content and i thought all of that was a legitimate enough reason to not drop episodes And then I had a very real conversation with myself and I looked at the things that I wanted to do and I said, absolutely not. It's unacceptable. You need to get back on your grind with this. So here I am before you guys right now saying stay tuned because I'm going to be dropping a whole lot of episodes on you guys going forward. All right. Uh, Today's topic. Overcoming the fear of creating all right one more time overcoming the fear of creating i realized in full transparency guys for a very long time i was actually afraid of creating this type of content letting you guys in putting it out and no one listening so that in and of itself gave me this uh (laughs) it gave me this 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 anxiety where i felt man maybe i need to establish myself more before i i put this type of content out because i don't i don't want to i don't want to do this for like 10 people to listen to it i don't want to do this for 20 people to listen to it right and which contradicts everything that i believe in and i stand for Right. I'm so not the views and the the likes type of person, but I'm realizing that when you step into that arena, it's very easy for you to succumb to that mindset, that way of thinking. You know, I'm of the mind where five people listening is five people helped. But all of a sudden I became overly consumed with this idea that I needed to have the masses taking in this content in order to justify creating it in the first place and so i didn't even realize this i just had to have like a real conversation with myself like why are you why are you avoiding creating this content 
and I and I said to myself, I wonder if other people who who you know seek to be you know motivational speakers or you know create their own podcasts and do all these different things i wonder if other people out there are struggling with the same thing maybe in different areas where they're holding themselves back from creating because they're afraid that it won't garner the attention that they're aiming for and um it it, it made me ask myself like why do we fear this what are we afraid of right why do we fear creating and what I came up with is when you're starting out, especially people are very critical of the content that you make. It's almost like the critics go into hyperdrive, like your, your friends and family suddenly become um, experts on how things sh should be done, no matter what it is you do. I don't care if it's real estate, if it's, you know, clothing, if it's you know, running your own business at any level. Um, Everyone has advice for you, regardless of whether or not they know anything about what it is that you're doing. Everyone has advice. And I think when you're creating something, it's like it's like your baby. It's it's the equivalent of someone judging your child. You know, I've seen cuter babies. <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen more prettier little girls than than the one that you just uh, brought into the world. And. We're so concerned about our creations during the infancy stages that we allow it to hinder us from actually growing the creation itself. And so once I started to like unpack this thing and realize like, man, this is another form of fear. And the crazy part about this is it's... um. It's not even something that's actually happened. I'm literally talking myself out of it before I even do it. So I'm afraid of creating something and having either people not get it or people listen to it, uh, completely confuse what it is that I'm creating and rip it apart with critique. Um, and then also there's the fear that you just aren't any good. Right. Like the creation itself isn't any good. And you, you don't want to like drink your own Kool-Aid and, and hype yourself up and say, you know, well, maybe maybe um, they just don't get it. I'm that far advanced that they just they don't understand. They don't get it. They don't get me because I'm, you know, so far ahead of where, you know, these people are that they're just not ready for this yet. Right. So all of these things go through your mind sometimes subconsciously without you even realizing it, right? And so then you have to ask yourself, well, let's say I create, no one gets it, no one listens, right? What do we have to lose if we go for it and it doesn't work? And what I discovered was if I go for it and it doesn't work, with, you know, because no one either paid attention to it or they didn't get it, I can do it again. I mean, that is the worst thing that could possi possibly happen if it doesn't work. It would, like, I can just do it again. And I don't, I don't know why we forget this in our process. Like, 
hey, I, I can literally have another at bat. In fact, I have unlimited at bats. And it's because we adopt this 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 mindset that you only have one chance to make a first impression. But there's billions of people in the world. So you literally have billions of chances to make a first impression. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I said, perception is everything. Think about this. There's over 320 million people in America, right? And let's just say hypothetically, out of that 320 plus million people, maybe a hundred million of them like hip hop. Now, I could be way off here. Maybe it's 40 million people. I don't know. But let's just say 100 million for argument's sake, okay? Don't don't get too caught up in the details. Not with this particular thing. So let's just say 100 million people like hip-hop. And an artist goes platinum. We celebrate this because a million people bought this record, right? They purchased this record or they listened to this record. A million people heard it and said, we like it. And to the untrained eye, the majority likes this person and approves. But if there's 100 million fans, that means 99 million people who actually are fans of the thing that you do heard <laughs> your particular uh, offering and said, eh, I'll pass. You don't have to be liked by the majority. You just have to identify your tribe. And when you identify your tribe, you put yourself in a position where you're literally only surrounded by those that approve. And every once in a while, you'll have some booze, you'll have some critique, you'll have some people that have something to say. But again, perspective is everything. It gives you an opportunity to quite possibly win them over. I remember there was a, a, a person in the comment section on YouTube that was commenting on one of my songs and was like, eh, I'm not really into this song. You know what I mean? I think the person is whack. Now, mind you, I've never been called whack in all my time of rapping. So when I heard this, the first thing in my mind is to jump on the defense. Like, whack? Like, you know, what do you do? Like, you know, that was the first thing in my mind. But then, you know, I took a, a deep breath and I thought about it and I said, you never know why people say what they say or do what they do. Um, but I just took it as an opportunity to engage. And so I say, yo, I'm sorry that I couldn't meet your expectation, but I hope that you give me another try. And when I drop something new, you check that and that meets the expectation. That was more so for me than for the person. That was my way of reminding myself that at the end of the day, it, it all comes down to how you respond to this stuff, man. Like, you don't have to be liked by everyone. You really don't. Right? If there's billions of people, you know, on Instagram and a person has 55 million followers, to the person who has a thousand, it seems like a lot. 
55 million people is a lot of people. Let's not, not, you know, deceive ourselves here. But in the grand scheme of things, it's all about perspective. Now, I don't like the name call because I don't want anybody to feel uh, disrespected or slighted in any way, right? And I don't want to take away from the magnitude of the impact that uh, these individuals' accomplishments have on the culture itself, right? But if we're going to put things in perspective, let's just let's let's do this. What would happen if Jeff Bezos woke up one morning and he had Jay Z money? To me. And to everybody else, and you know, for the most part in America, Jay Z money is like unfathomable. But if Jeff Bezos woke up, right, with Jay Z money, he would be considered a failure. So we we have, and what does that mean? That means that we have to appreciate where we are, because the person that has a hundred followers or a hundred views or a hundred likes or a hundred dollars is doing better than the person who has zero. And there's a lot more people with zero than we realize at times when we're counting our 100. Right. And so we should never, we should never sleep or front on our achievements because there's somebody somewhere that would figuratively kill to be in our position. Because I can tell you right now, I don't care what Jeff Bezos would feel like with Jay-Z money. I'll take that Jay-Z money anytime, any day. I'm only using that for a matter of perspective. That's not a diss you know, on Jay-Z or anything like that. I don't want people to think that that's what I'm doing. It's all about perspective. So whatever your version of a billion dollars is, you need to hold true to that, appreciate that, and understand that it means something. It means something, right? And so I think that if we don't fully appreciate that, if we don't fully understand that moment that we're in um, or the level that we're at, I think that that in and of itself oftentimes leads to procrastination because we feel like we aren't where we want to be. And so instead of instead of us like literally saying, you know, to ourselves, man, I just need to keep going. I just need to keep pressing and I need to just be so focused on shameless plug making these biscuits and getting the, the recipe right. That it, it shouldn't even matter what the other person is doing because that's that's really what it is like being worried about your numbers means that you're overly concerned with what the other person's progress is so technically you're not staying in your own lane you're only worried about a hundred listens a hundred views a hundred if you're watching someone who has tens of thousands and now you're making a comparison. But my content is better than theirs. Why? Why are they, you're focused on the wrong thing? That's not a healthy comparison because it's not about you and them. It's about you 
connecting to who is for you to the best of your ability and building that up. Right. So and, and, and listen, if we don't fight through, if we don't press through, if we don't make this happen, then what we actually do is feed the fear that we have of creating in the first place. But there's so much there's so much behind it. There's so much behind it. There's so much into it. Right. Like there's so much that that goes into this this whole makeup of of creating and building and structuring and working all of these kinks out. There's so much that we don't have time to worry about those little things. And they really are little things like what, what is your purpose for creating initially? Like, why are you creating? Obviously, I make music because I want people to hear the music and I want it to impact lives. That's obvious. So shouldn't we, you know, if we make music or we make podcasts or we write a book or, you know, we take <laughs> we work for the sanitation department, like whatever it is that we do. Shouldn't we focus on the thing itself and making sure that we execute on this thing to the best of our ability? Under with an understanding that everything else will take care of itself because we're doing this to the best of our ability and whatever we lack will be added along the way. I think we, we, we get way too concerned with what we think the results should be. Even though we say things like trust the process, we don't trust the process. We long for the results. And that's the problem. So and when I when I you know when I speak about overcoming the fear of creating I'm not just talking about creating content. I'm using that as an example. When I say overcoming the fear of creating, I'm talking about also but not exclusively creating a better life for yourself. Creating opportunities for yourself. I'm talking about all of these different ways that we create opportunities, safer or better environments strategy relationships all of these things are different forms of creation so even though i'm using you know content as an example the truth of the matter is this applies to so many things across the board but when you're dealing with fear we don't even realize how much we allow fear to take control over the things that we do in our everyday lives. Like, like a lot of us are, are, are undiscovered millionaires. A lot of us are undiscovered, you know, artists. <laughs> a lot of us are undiscovered cooks, musicians, because we're so afraid to step out and create that we just play it safe. We're so afraid that someone is going to say it's not good, but everybody sucks at some point. So you need the at bats to get better. You need the, 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 you know, the attempts of creating in order to establish yourself as a creative. Right? Like you can't, you can't get better at relationships 
if you're not actively involved in a relationship where you're working on being in a relationship. Like if you just if you just stay single without any preparation, when you finally get into a relationship, you're going to have to make the adjustment because you're used to living single. So we don't even realize like how how the fear of the unknown or the fear of of the potential of what could happen keeps us from walking in greatness. Listen, I, I promise you guys, I want to do nothing more than help people impact lives. That's like what I want to do. Like right now, I'm doing the basketball training thing, but I say it all the time. I'm not a basketball trainer. I'm a mentor, right? Like basketball is just a tool that I use. No different from this podcast. But what I really, really want to do, like in my core, is I want to help people change their lives and I don't want to do it for social media I want to do it in real life I want people to see real life change in their lives like I want to step into a room and make people feel like when I leave here it's going to be okay when I, when I leave this room after having a conversation with this man Whatever I leave here with is going to change my life. Like when I walk in the room, I want the temperature to change. Straight up. I want people to know that you can't be average around me. Not threatened. You know, I'm not saying that in a threatened way. I'm saying that I want people to feel inspired to be great when I walk into the room. That's my purpose. So I ask you, like, what is your purpose and what are you afraid of? Some of us are just afraid to like walk in our purpose, literally. And so we're, we're holding ourselves back from this amazing life. And when I say amazing, it's not all about dollars. Yes, we need money to survive, to live, obviously. But when I talk about greatness, I, I'm, I'm literally talking about love. I'm really talking about connection. I'm really talking about how we we uh, we execute on plans and strategy. If we could focus on accountability, self-awareness, and character, we literally could kill it. At every stage, in every aspect of life, we literally could kill it. The problem is people are trying to be great on minimum effort. I asked a friend of mine, I said, like, you know, because I get this, I, I get this a lot with the kids that I work with, where, you know, the players will tell me, but coach, I'm working so hard and I feel like it's all for nothing. And so I asked him, as a basketball player, you say that you feel like you're working hard, right? But in comparison to what? Like we compare results, but we never compare work ethic. Oh, I'm doing this. Why aren't why aren't I at this level yet? If I'm if I'm doing this. Okay. Before you compare results, let's compare work ethic. You're working hard in comparison to who? 
the old you when you were just sitting on the couch doing absolutely nothing yeah that's a lot of work compared to that person but as a basketball player where where's your grind in comparison to a lebron james or a kevin durant or some of these guys working out three to six hours a day where's your grind in comparison to that if you're gonna if you're gonna compare levels right then let's compare work ethic you can't have one without the other you can't be mad at the person that has you know x amount of dollars but not look at the work that actually went into it so so this is something where i'm like look man let's change how we pursue this thing let's go all out speedballing through staying in our own lane not worrying about who's approving and who's not not worrying about who's ahead of us who's catching up to us who just went past us nah just worry about creating the life that you want in your lane at your pace to the best of your ability leave it all on the floor like when it's all said and done did you did you grind as hard as you possibly could have in 2020 so that 2021 is amazing did you really go after it did you really like get down in the dirt get your hands dirty and say listen i'm gonna make this happen or did you do just enough to look better than the people who do nothing did you work really hard at being very average it's crazy like and when i say work really hard i know that sounds funny right because it's almost like a like an oxymoron but think about it some people make sure that they don't go too far in terms of work ethic like they don't sit on the couch all day but they sit on the couch maybe half the day and there's a like a genuine effort in making sure it's not all day they could have avoided the couch all day but no no i don't want to go i don't want to go that hard i'm gonna stay right here in the middle and and, and be as lukewarm as i, I don't want to be burning hot i don't want to be ice cold i'm gonna be lukewarm and that's never it's never a good thing it's never a good thing so in in all of these things they literally lead to procrastination because we're so afraid to be tired working on ourselves we will exhaust ourselves trying to help others but give ourselves minimum effort like I really hope this helps someone I hope it hits someone right where they are and truly truly helps you know you uncover what is needed to take things to the next level listen i'm on it multiple times a week i'm gonna be giving y'all new episodes i don't care if only 20 people check in do i want only 20 people to check in nah i want as many people as possible to get this thing but if it's only meant for 20 people to get it cool i'm not gonna let that dictate whether or not i put you know episodes out 
I'm not going to allow myself to be so consumed with everything else that I have going on that I justify believing in myself and taking a risk and saying, I'm going to invest in me and I'm going to put this out there to develop, you know, what it is that I'm doing. Just because I'm afraid of looking like I took an L. It's cool. I need the at-bats because I'm, I'm, I'm only going to get better. I'm only going to get better. And I know that. And, and whatever critique comes along with it, that's cool too. Because that's also part of the process. It comes along with it. Yo, I love y'all, man. If, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't heard these words for the day, I love you. I believe in you. I hope that this helps you. But I'm going to tell you something. If you don't believe in you, don't expect anybody else to. Peace.